I'm Derek Thompson, the host of The Ringer podcast, Plain English. Look, a lot of news these days is kind of nonsense. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I'm just trying to ask the questions that matter from people who know more than I do about everything I'm curious about. And that's most things. Recession fears, AI hyperbole, psychology, productivity, China, war, streaming, movies, sports, you name it. The world without jargon, the news without bias. Plain English with Derek Thompson. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability, no system no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions, always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire, you're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. Hi, I'm Tara Palmieri. I'm Puck's senior political correspondent, and this is Somebody's Gotta Win. A big moment in the GOP nominating process. Chris Christie drops out of the race ahead of Iowa. And he said he was going to stay on the entire time. He kept going on and on, even running seven-figure ads, saying he won't drop out of the race. And he's doing it ahead of the first contest, the caucus in Iowa. Many thought he would stay on until New Hampshire because he was polling the highest in New Hampshire at 12%. um, And at one point was in second place in New Hampshire back in 2016. Um, So he had a lot of groundwork there. He felt really confident about it. And he wanted to at least make it to New Hampshire. I brought on my colleague, Teddy Schleifer, to, you know, break this all down and what it all means. Uh, Chris Christie dropping out ahead of Iowa doesn't really mean much. I think he was polling at 4% in Iowa, but um, it could give it obviously helps Nikki Haley because um, she's the only uh, other sort of anti-Trump Republican in the race. And, you know, maybe those four points go to her. Um, maybe they give her a little bit of an edge against Ron DeSantis for coming in second in Iowa. But I think mainly in, in New Hampshire, this is seen as a boom for her. And he's faced a lot of pressure to step down because it's been pretty obvious that she's getting close to Trump. Um, in a recent CNN poll, she's seven points within Trump. Um, and obviously, if she gets 10 out of his 12 points, it could it could actually help her win New Hampshire, not just come in second against Trump. Why, why do you think this happens now, though? I mean, that, that, that's a question that, you know, I've been thinking about over the last hour since this broke is, you know, if this is really about New Hampshire, you know, there, there have been tons of speculation uh, and, you know, some reporting that uh, Christie would seriously think about dropping say, you know, a week from today, right? Or a Wednesday, a week from today, or, or you know, the Tuesday uh, after Iowa. Um, like, I, I think we were all surprised, you know, this afternoon when we saw these first reports that uh, Christie was considering dropping. Like, the, the, the timing here is, is weird, and, and I'm not saying it's suspicious or anything, but, like, I would have thought that 
the most advantageous thing to Nikki Haley would be for Christie to announce his, you know, that he was dropping the day after Iowa. Um, plus, you would mm, you would think that the day would after be, she comes in second, be, say, or even third, right? Sure, sure. Or, or, or frankly, you know, maybe Christie would reconsider if Nikki Haley did not do that well in Iowa. Like, like the 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 idea is that Christie would have greater, you know, he would have more information um, about the Nikki Haley campaign, uh, both pro and con, after Monday. Um, the the fact that he's doing this today um, certainly is surprising. Um, and, uh, you know, especially, it's especially surprising given that, you know, currently right now on television, Chris Christie is airing an ad saying, you know, that he's not dropping out. So somebody has got to do a super right. cut of that with whatever he's saying in New Hampshire as we record this. Um, and obviously politicians say things that are, you know, technically true at the moment they're said and not really true. Um, uh, you know, a couple hours later, but, um, I think we were all pretty surprised when we saw this. Well, um, I have some reporting. I wrote about this about a month ago, actually a few weeks ago, that Chris Christie's donors were getting increasingly um, impatient with him. And they wanted him to drop out of the race because they didn't see a path for him. They kind of saw him as someone who could soften up Donald Trump with the blows, right? He was the person that could take on uh, Trump where the others felt like they were trying to win his supporters, right? They were still trying to win over white, non-college educated voters, you know, uh, Christie wasn't even bothering with them. And he right. was just... He wasn't even competing in re- Iowa. Ready to... Yeah. Exactly. But it became increasingly clear that there was just no use for him anymore in the race and that he was actually hurting Nikki Haley as she was surging. Um, or at least she... He, not necessarily hurting Nikki Haley, although he has... He's been pretty vicious with her too. He, he's gone on to say that she would take Trump's VP. Um she would take an offer to be the vice president if Trump offered it. And he's also said that, you know, she doesn't have a backbone and that um, the only reason he's in the race is to make sure that they are truly anti-Trump. So, you know, it's not exactly encouraging if you're one of, um, you know, Christie's donors who wanted him to get out to support Haley. But if there's one thing we know, the bigger the, the, the candidate pool, the better it is for Donald Trump. Right. So, so Tara, tell me what you were hearing from kind of Christie donors over the last couple of days. Well, they were just getting, you know, frustrated. They were like, he's not going to win. They gave him millions of dollars. Um, they wanted him to be out there attacking Trump, but he, he's, he's, just, he's just not the guy who's going to make it. So you, they would, he would essentially be a spoiler. Um, he would be taking points away from someone who could actually take on Trump. And increasingly, that looks like it's Nikki Haley, especially in New Hampshire. Again, four points in Iowa. It's not really much of a game changer, but 12 points in New Hampshire when Nikki Haley in the most recent CNN poll is at 32 points. Trump is at 39. That's a seven point delta. If he gives her 10 points where most of his most of his supporters are expected to go to Haley, whether he endorses her or not, of course, obviously an endorsement would help. But if he endorsed her and she got 10 points, that puts her at 42 to his 39, right? I mean, this doesn't factor in the idea that maybe Ramaswamy drops out and his supporters go to either Trump or DeSantis. Or also or politics, is, it's, not, out. it's not always such just, you know, one plus one equals two. I mean, voters are weird and, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I'm just curious on, 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 the, on the why now you think it has something to do more with the fact that you know, hey, like, as opposed to a month ago when, when you know, Christie had no shot of being president of the United States, you know, now there's a, a credible case to be made um, about there being, you know, an actual advantage to a, another candidate who Christie would be fine with as president of the United States, you know, if his ego can allow it, you know, he'd be fine with Nikki Haley being president. Um, but I guess what I'm confused by is why, you know, this wasn't true a week or two ago 
um, when kind of all these donors were putting pressure on him. And when he put out that ad saying he's not going to drop out, like, like none of the facts have fundamentally changed since then. I mean, sure, there's one more poll or two more polls showing Nikki Haley to be competitive. Well, actually, but... I don't know that the donors had had the, the the I don't know that the donors had had the intervention by the time that the ad went out. The intervention was five days ago on Zoom. the The ad went out on December twenty seventh, and maybe he was hopeful. Maybe he thought he could turn it around. I mean, everywhere he went, reporters, supporters, everyone was asking him, like, "Are, are you dropping out? Why are you in the race?" He's has his unfavorables are so high with Republican primary voters. Sure, sure. I mean, you could argue he'd have a, he'd have a better chance in a Democratic primary than a Republican one. He might end up um, like hosting a show on MSNBC one day. You know, he's the new uh, hero of the resistance. Could you see him uh, not endorsing Haley at this point? I mean, I, I imagine he's going to wait until Iowa um, on Monday. Um, though, then again, I would have said I would imagine he'd wait to drop out. I guess the advantage of kind of dropping out now and then is you could kind of have you know a, a double barreled. PR rollout here where you have first the dropout, then you have an endorsement. Um, uh, and and I, get, I get your point that like whether he endorses Haley explicitly or not might not totally matter, right? If he, you know, if, if his voters are disproportionately likely to go, to go there, you know, they don't need, you know, the, the horse to be led to water here. Um, but uh, I, I wonder, you know, he's, he's talked about the fact that he feels like he made a mistake in 2016 endorsing Trump, you know, when he did. And, uh, you know, he had that quote, I think today where um, or maybe it was yesterday where he said, you know, he wouldn't want to endorse Nikki Haley and then watch Nikki Haley become Trump's vice president and, you know, feel like he misled his supporters, which sort of suggests that this is a guy who is going to be cautious with his endorsement um, and maybe believes that, you know, he doesn't need to explicitly say vote Nikki Haley for uh, Nikki Haley to inherit his supporters kind of naturally. Right. I mean, he's actively actively complained that she's not running against Trump. Well, I've been told um, from one source that he's not going to immediately endorse. Um, so, you know, that's that's something I guess he's holding on to for some sort of power or leverage. I don't even know if it really matters by the time we get to roll around to New Hampshire, which is in two weeks from now. But I'm Iowa was going to be depressing for him. I don't think he even stepped foot in the state. Mm. Like maybe he went to the Iowa State Fair. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Tara, on this point, um, as, we're, <laughs> as, we're, as we're recording this, um, you know, uh, we, there's there's this Christie's kind of getting going right now in New Hampshire where he's making this announcement. But to, to some extent, I feel like what he actually says publicly matters a little bit less than what he's being caught saying privately on a hot mic. Um, so I'm just read, reading. What is he read, saying? I'm just re, I'm reading tweets live uh, for the podcast audience. Uh, but yeah, like, people you know, are, I saw someone say hot mic and I was like, yeah, two, okay, I, I, let's, I, let's I, do I, it. I got two hot mic quotes for you. One is. Um, I'm just going to read tell me, tweets. Tell me, tell me. I have not verified these tweets. Um, don't at me, but here's the quotes. Christy, seemingly on a hot mic before this dropping out live stream gets rolling, says to someone that Haley's spent $68 million, most of it on TV. Quote, she's going to get smoked, he says. That's hot mic moment number two, one. Hot mic moment number two. Different tweet. Apparently on a hot mic ahead of his New Hampshire dropout announcement, Christy captured saying, quote, DeSantis called me, petrified. And then the hot mic cuts out. So, so we, we, we've learned from this that uh, Ron DeSantis is petrified about Christy something. Can be, wait, wait, one more thing. I found one more. Christy can be heard saying, we know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. She's going to get smoked. You and I both know this. She's not up to this. Says of DeSantis, says DeSantis called him petrified and then ends it. Right. Uh, well, pr- presumably, um, campaign staffers can uh, can read the tweets uh, as they're coming out. And I hope uh, for, for, uh, for everyone's sake that, um, uh, you know, 
the, they can run quickly to to destroy this hot mic. But I mean that I mean that, that's kind of revealing, right? That that that, that uh, jokes aside, sort of shows the uh, the the pessimism that that Christie must feel that like you know that he's basically saying Nikki Haley is going to get smoked and and you know uh, Ron DeSantis is, is petrified. I mean this does not sound like a uh, a decision made with uh, you know full eyes clear hearts. I, mean, I this, think this, this I sounds think like a decision made donors. out I think of fear. Yeah, go ahead. I think this was, I think he was steamrolled by the donors. That's what I think happened. If Chris Christie is able to be steamrolled, maybe it's by money. And I I did report um, in my piece um, called the Christie intervention uh, that they were planning on doing this intervention to get him to drop out of the race. Ken Langone had called him and he was a big donor in 2016. I'm sure he's just had a bunch of big names just calling him over and over again, telling him to drop out of the race. They're not thinking, oh, it makes a difference between Iowa or New Hampshire. They're just like, get out. I mean, he, it was going to be embarrassing for him in Iowa. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the golden collection at UGG.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Where do you think, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, look, Christy is, 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 uh, a candidate who 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 did this uh, once before in 2016, right? He, you know, didn't step foot in Iowa or barely step foot in Iowa. You know, I think he finished in sixth in New Hampshire after all of this. Um, uh, to some extent, you know, I do feel like um, the uh, the Christie campaign, when you think about the legacy here uh, of this Tara, like ha- has kind of been a redemption tour, or, or at least maybe makes him feel good if, if he if he genuinely does believe that you know Trump was a threat to democracy and he regrets serving as as you know. Uh, you know, sycophantic supporter who was wanted to be VP and was helping him with the debates and all those things from, you know, 2016 to 2020. Um, you know, if he does believe all of those things, I'm sure that the legacy for, of the Chris Christie campaign for Chris Christie, um, you know, is, is relief and, uh, and, uh, a salvation. Um, but, 
um, you know, it's ending in the same way, right? It's, it's I don't see the thing is, here's what I think. If that's his legacy that, you know, he wants to, for me, if that is truly his legacy, then he needed to get out of the race because his legacy would have become, he's the guy who spoiled the chance um, of another candidate to actually take on Trump, okay? And here's the other thing. I He once said this to a, a voter who asked him, why aren't you getting out of the race? This was a month ago. And he goes, no one told Marco Rubio or Jeb Bush to get out of the race in New Hampshire when I was coming in second against uh, Donald Trump. And it's like, and maybe okay, have and, we learned nothing? Yeah, and, and, and maybe they should have, right? I mean, that's sort of like the like like tr- Donald Trump yeah. won, won that election, right? I mean, so like like the the, the point exactly. there, exactly. The, the point there is is maybe they should have. Um, look, I mean, this is I think you're making a good point here. Where um, like I'm not trying to put this guy on the couch, but but like um, you know, he, if he cares about his <laughs> if he cares about his legacy, um, look, this is a New Jersey governor who I think very much cares about the. Uh, opinion of like New York and DC, like elites and, and pundits and, uh, you know, right. Uh, we used to then, work together actually at ABC news. He was a sure, pundit at ABC two, news when I was two, a correspondent. Two, there. Two, two ABC, uh, Jersey girls just hanging out. Um, look, I mean, this, this is a guy yeah, who, just Jersey, <laughs> Jersey cats, <laughs> just, just talking about Trenton. Um, th- this is, this is somebody who I think will, will feel, um, uh, the, yeah, you know, they're, they're, the 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 corridor elites that you know talk about the legacy of Chris Christie will, I think, love, smile favorably upon this, regardless of whether or not it works or not. And it, let's be clear, it probably won't. But um, it, it has. Um, it might help Haley. It might help her in New Hampshire. Sure. I don't know. I mean, again, we it's hard 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 to know if he doesn't drop out and it's perceived that he's hurt her. It right, would hurt right, him in right. the cell corridor. I agree. I agree. This is this and it is would about- hurt. And maybe he wouldn't get the bookings. And maybe he wouldn't be the resistance hero anymore. And maybe all these guys who he's been doing work, you know, consulting for on Wall Street or whatever type of work he does, you know, they might say, you know what, Christy, you blew it for us because they are hell bent on making sure anyone but Trump is the president. So that that will always be an argument that could have been made, right? And now it cannot be made. Um, and you know, maybe maybe people could because think, the truth is there was no path. Who knows? Who knows? And, and and now you know, I think for 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 a person who cares about sort of the uh, you know being no no, uh, but who, celebra- what, what was the path though, Teddy? You said who knows, but who, what was the path? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's not. It's not clear that there was a path. There's a path for Haley, even with Christy dropping out. Like that. That. That's not necessarily even clear to me. So, like, look. I mean, there. There's a. Uh, the 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 Christy critics have been stripped of an argument. Um, that you know now. Now in his obit, in you know 2047, uh, no one's going to be able to say that Chris Christie was the spoiler Ooh, in New bleak. Hampshire. You're already naming uh, the year uh, when he uh, dies. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's 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 another that's another 25 years. That's like a that's a that's a good life. So um, I feel I feel <laughs> like this is a this is this is an already this is a uh, this is a uh, a legacy play primarily. You know, I, I'm surprised on the timing. I, I'm sure we'll learn more in the coming days about the timing here. Um, uh, but it, it is a, the first real like shock, uh, shock dropout. I mean, uh, you know, there's going to be the next week obviously is going to be, uh, insanely fun. And like, it's one of the best weeks in politics is the week between I and New Hampshire, because so many variables, things are moving so quickly. Um, and I, we thought one of the, one of the shoes to drop would be, you know, what is Chris Christie going to do? And, um, uh, you know, he made next week less exciting, but he made, uh, this Wednesday evening more exciting. Right. Um, well, like we said, won't have much of an impact in Iowa, but more of an impact in New Hampshire. Um, we also have to see how Nikki Haley does in Iowa. Um, if she does 
poorly, which she's not really expected to. The people I've spoken to on the ground seem to think that she's doing okay and they could see her coming in second to Trump. I mean, that is with Trump exceeding 50 points and, you know, Nikki coming in 20 or something um, within 20 points of him. But, you know, it's really it's really New Hampshire that they're thinking about. Um, all right, Teddy, this was great. Thanks for dropping into the pod. Any last thoughts before we uh, jump off? Uh, well, you know, Nick Saban uh, also stepping down. Also, uh, you know, it, that, that, that is news that is much more important to many more Americans than Chris Christie. Um, but uh, that's for that's for another Ringer podcast. <laughs> exactly, for the sports pods. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. That was another episode of Somebody's Gotta Win. I'm your host, Tara Palmieri. I want to thank my producer, Devin Baraldi, for dropping in for this emergency podcast. We've got another one coming out tomorrow. Uh, dropping tomorrow on the CNN debate in Iowa. It's it's a wild few days. Check out my Twitter at Tara Palmieri. I'll probably be much more active and my Instagram at Tara Palmieri. Also, you can read my work at puck.news slash Tara Palmieri and Teddy's work as well. He's got a newsletter called The Stratosphere. To sign up for my newsletter, the best and the brightest, you can use the discount code Tara20. And if you like this podcast, please rate it, subscribe, Send it to your friends. I'll be back tomorrow.